We got to meet Jonathan today, and by meet, I mean finally figure out who he is, because he's the one who passed out in your camper during WeFest. Right, and uh, we find out if me destroying his relationship was a good thing or a bad thing. Plus, Wood's big list got away from us. Well, we thought it wouldn't be gross, but then looking back, it's like, well, how could it not be gross? But it was fun. It was funny. There were some definitely interesting stories out of it. Trash Flash almost hit a thousand, and Kelly Jordan sends us all to Mars. That's right. It's well, all some of us with the women, at mm. least. Mars needs women. That's an old dance song, actually. Thanks. Okay, Kelly, shut up and get the podcast going. Kelly and Wood. If you were listening during Wee Fest, you know Wood had a bit of a situation going on in his trailer that morning that we were broadcasting. Correct. And I thought the best way to get everyone on the same page with this, as opposed to trying to explain exactly what happened, is to listen back to what happened. It would make the most sense. So we're going to hear what happened on Thursday morning, and we're going to hear what happened on Saturday evening. And then we're going to talk to this gentleman in a little bit who has been referred to as the mystery gentleman up until now. Mm -hmm. So here is what happened on Thursday and Saturday. Last night, I'm staying with a couple guys. Knew they were going to be staying in here. So last night, they're going in like the 40th birthday party. Not me. I got to work. Yeah. Woods work. I went to bed early. Now, when I shut it down, I can't lock the camper because they got to get back in. Right. I wake up this morning, I come out, there's somebody on the couch, there's all these shades pulled on the bunks and stuff, so I don't know who's in there, whatever. I assume that's either Cole or Trevor on the couch, right? Yeah. What is it, 10 minutes ago, some dude just sits up, looks at me, <laughs> begins to walk out my, hey, who are you? Who are you? And walked out. <laughs> I, honestly, this dude is literally four feet away from me. Four feet, and did, did he come back? No, no, walked out. So after the last break, there I got out, walked outside. There's like two people in our campsite up, and I said, "Do you guys know who that was?" No idea. I come back in here. I asked Cole and Trevor, "I'm like, hey, who the hell was that guy?" He, apparently, this guy was here when they got back last night. What? So they thought he was with me. What were you? You were sleeping, and he was in there, dude. You're lucky to be alive. I, right? Who knows who this person was? So no one knows him. So he doesn't work at one of the other Layton properties, like up in uh, Detroit Lakes or Grand Forks or Fergus Falls or Alexandria. No, according to somebody who outside who would know, said they never seen him before in their life. <laughs> Can I ask a serious question? I would love for you to. Why does this stuff only happen to me? I I've thought about that a lot. I think you put that energy out there in the universe. I think Moses. I th I think you put the energy out there, and people are, weirdos are just attracted to you. Man, it'd have been I, hilarious had he grabbed something out of the refrigerator on the way out. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna no grab me a sandwich. Is, right? No idea. No, I, see, Wait, Mandy Camper has been broken into. So that was your first run-in with him at WeFest. Correct. But then this happened. So Saturday night, super late, like 1 a.m. I hear, dude, that's the guy. Here he comes over, bringing who I quickly find out is his girlfriend, I'm assuming. Okay. Kimberly. Okay, and he's hammered again. Oh, yeah. They're both just juiced up, right? Right. And he goes to me, bro, tell her we slept together the other night. <laughs> oh, lady. Before I can even get my bat off my shoulder, she screams, ooh, He's old and gross. Wow. Didn't, I'll be quite honest with you, 
didn't really ins- inflate so the self-ego. She, she didn't care that you two had slept together. She was just more upset that you were old and gross. She then turns and just starts waylaying into this dude, right? Yeah. That she's like, I know you're lying. I know you cheated. Blaming some old dude to try to cover your tracks is blank and BS, yada, yada. I'm just standing here at the fence. And you don't drink, so you're you're approaching this with a sober mind. Right. I'm just drinking all of this right, in. Right. It's a tall tall one. Honestly wondering, was I just outed in a gay relationship that I had no idea yeah. I was a part of? You didn't have a chance to make it a good one. I knew my day was coming. I just needed that push, apparently. <laughs> and he's like, bro, tell her what happened. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I had a moment of, like you said, a self-reflection. Mm-hmm. As I watched this relationship, I knew one thing. This relationship sucks. You were at a crossroads and so were they. It's one of those relationships that like these two people are together. All their friends know this relationship sucks. Yes. Part of them knows it sucks, yet they just stay together. Convenience. Right. And they go to concerts and stuff. They probably fight the entire time. Everything about this relationship sucks. Mm-hmm. Now, I could do the the good thing and just tell the truth. Like, yes, he passed out my trailer by himself, got up, walked out. He's, boom, you know, you're fine. Their relationship can go on sucking. But I had a moment where I decided, you know what? I'm going to do this dude a solid. He's oh, going to hate me for the probably the next six months. I can see what's coming here. But in the long run, he will look back years from now. Maybe when he gets to be my old gross age. Yeah. And go, I don't know whoever that dude was. That was my guardian angel. He was wise. Because he got me away from Kimberly. And Kimberly went on her own. Mm -hmm. We both split. I looked her dead in the eye and I said, I've never seen this guy before in my entire life. Oh, (laughs) man. That's so against bro code right there. It is, but he... Dude, she loses it. So that's where we're at. As of today. Right. We don't know anything else except for the fact that we're going to get this gentleman on the phone with us next. Now, to be fair, I've had a couple people reach out and claim that they were this person. Okay. And it turns out that they just broke up at WeFest. Say, dang, did that many people break up at WeFest? Did that many people (laughs) fall asleep in your trailer? (laughs) What the hell was going to put a revolving door on that thing? I I think like word of mouth all of a sudden is like, oh, yeah, they want to talk. No. But I believe we've checked a a few facts. I am 99.9% certain this is the same person. All right, let's get him on the air next and get his side of the story finally. Kelly and Wood. Wood had a stranger pass out in his trailer at WeFest and then later on in the weekend broke that couple up when it would have been so easy to keep them together. I made a call. (laughs) And so anyway, he reached out to us and we have that gentleman, the mystery gentleman, on the phone with us right now. So first of all, we never even got your name. We don't even know what your name is. So so that we can stop calling you fell asleep in Woods Camper guy. Mm-hmm. What is your actual name? My name is Jonathan. Okay. Well, nice to meet you again, Jonathan. Right. Now, Jonathan, you had no idea like whose camper you were in, who who Wood even was. You had nothing, no clue, right? Right. I don't even know. I just I drank too much. I don't even know how got in that camper <laughs> just a great reminder that we need to start locking things in the man meat camper but that's okay so walk us through it because we got my point of view of how everything went down you woke up you see me there sitting at the well kitchen table in my trailer or camper whatever it is and what what was kind of going through your mind at this point in time do you even remember this I vaguely, I remember waking up and this, like I said, I don't know how I got in your camper, waking up, seeing you 
and I realized that I wasn't in my own tent. So I, I, I wanted to know who you were. So I, I vaguely remember asking your name. I didn't know you did a radio show. You're on the radio or anything like that. And I just thought to myself, crap, I lost my girlfriend. I need to get back to her. You must have not even known like where in what campground you were. Like that had to be the most confusing. Like, were you able to find your home base? <laughs> I mean, I was just hammered, drunk, so I, I I barely got back to my tent. Okay. And I, uh, yeah, it, it, so it was a cluster of a night. So you get back to your tent, and is your girlfriend there waiting for you? Is she awake? What What is her status? Oh, she is awake, and she is furious. She's hot. She, oh, gosh, she's mad. Uh, she thought that I was cheating with her or cheating on her the entire night, mm-hmm. but I was just drunk in woods tent or camper. <laughs> right. Allegedly, <laughs> at this point in time. Okay, so then how like how is your weekend going then after after this incident? Oh, it was awful. She didn't she didn't believe one word I said because I was gone the entire night. So right. anything that I told her, it just she didn't believe at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was just an awful weekend the rest of the trip. So then, Wood, let's fast forward to mm-hmm. you. Saturday night, yeah. Saturday night, you see Wood, and you're with your girlfriend, and you think, well, here's my chance to clear the air on this thing. Absolutely. I saw, I remember his face, and I was, I thought, this is the guy that could save the rest of the weekend. And it's such a funny story. Like, I passed out in this guy's camper, and I just thought that she would believe would someone else other than me telling the story, but it didn't work out that way. Well, I, I, I and allow me to take center stage on this part yes. here because I'm not going to lie to you, dude, from just the little synopsis of what I saw and what you're telling me, this relationship sucks. And mm-hmm. I decided, you know what? I'm going to break this couple up here. So when you said, can you tell her I slept in your camper? And I said, I never saw you before. I did it for your own good. I didn't take it that way then. Right. <laughs> oh, no, you're pretty hot there for yeah. a minute. So, but here before we get before we get what happened after that, was Wood correct in assuming that this was just not that good of a relationship? Was he able to make a snap judgment that was correct? Well, looking back at that situation, yes. Okay. I don't know how he could tell, but yes. Wood, yeah. Wood operates on levels that none of us understand. How, how long were you? Uh, how long have you and that l- young lady been dating? We've been together for about four and a half years. Oh, oh man! <laughs> I thought it was seven wow. like a month old relationship. That was a you got, were you guys living together? Vague. Uh, we both have our own places, but we would stay with the, with one another every other weekend or so. Okay. Are you guys still together? No, not oh. at all. That was an awful. Did Wood have that a trip hand back home? Okay, yeah. Tell us what happened. Yeah, that trip back home was awful because we rode there together. <laughs> so the whole time after Wood said that he didn't know who I was, that's when it kind of snapped. Like maybe this kind of maybe this relationship does suck. Mm-hmm. I feel good. So, like, how long? Like, did you break up with her in the car ride on the way home, or did she break up with you, or what happened? No, we broke up after I dropped her off at her own place. Really? Yeah. I, I, I feel great about myself right now. And are you do you are you angry with Wood or are you do you owe him no. one? 
I feel like I owe you one. I don't know how you could tell that that relationship sucked, but you're right. <laughs> Let's go. Unbelievable. Uh, you're both better off. You're both are better off away from each other. I, like I said, I said way back when, when this first went down, that just seemed like one of those relationships that everyone else knows Y'all aren't built for the long run. Yet y'all are just together. You hate each other. You fight. You make everyone else miserable. It had to happen. I'm glad this worked out. Wow. I am I am beside myself. Well, I appreciate the call out, man. This is the craziest thing that's ever happened, I think, on the show. Changing lives. Changing <laughs> lives. I'm stoked we were able to track you down, man. Because I did feel a little bad, like, if I did screw up a good relationship. But the fact that, yeah, uh, nah, I'm good. Yeah. you. How dare you second guess yourself, Wood? I may take the rest of the week off. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Jonathan, man, we appreciate you calling us and, and being a good sport and letting yeah. us be a part of this. This was awesome, man. Thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So this mom's name is Sarah Ford, and her and her son were on a road trip. They live in New York, and they stopped about two hours outside of New York to grab a bite to eat. Well, Sarah Ford's son has autism and needs his iPad at all times to not only learn, but to communicate. So you can imagine this iPad is probably loaded down with special apps for this young man. Well, the problem was they got up and left and accidentally left the iPad behind. Didn't realize it till they got home because he fell asleep in the car. Well, she's obviously in a panic. She's like, I can't afford a new iPad. She calls the restaurant where they were. The restaurant says, yes, we have it. Well, Sarah was like, I'm not going to be able to get back there for probably eight, nine days because it's two hours away. And she didn't want to just let the restaurant hold on to it because she thought, man, that's just a risky place to leave an iPad sitting there. Especially if you need it, too. Right. So she's like, all right, I'm going to call the police department in that town and see if they will come grab it for me. And if they can hold on to it, then I know it's safe. By the time I can finally get back there, I'll be able to grab the iPad. My son can have it back. Well, the police department went and got the iPad for her from the restaurant. But they were like, hey, no need to drive all the way back here. We're going to overnight it to you. So that was just an, a nice gesture in and of itself right there. That's awesome. Not only did they do that, though, when they learned that Sarah Ford had a special needs son who loved law enforcement, they filled this thing up with all kinds of stuff from around the police department, an honorary badge, uh, all ki- whatever they would give kids. <laughs> Eric Stapler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A taser. Yeah. No, but they, they filled it with all kinds of stuff from around the police department, like, uh, you know, just like pencils sure. and just stuff that they would normally give kids. And they sent it off to this young man. Their mom said the son was in tears when he opened up the package from the police department, not only because he finally had his iPad back, but he loves law enforcement and he had all these mementos from the Colonial Parks Police Department. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? It, it really, truly... I mean, how easy could it have been that for that police department to say, hey, I understand, but no, there's nothing we can do about it. We got it. it at the front desk for you. Or it's you know, it's personal property. We can't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah. It didn't work out that way, though, Wood. But it's amazing how, for some reason, this isn't on the front page of all these news sites and everything like that, because I'm telling y'all, man, we highlight the worst of the worst. This is the golden rule in action, my friend. Treat others how you want to be treated. And... So many police officers are out there doing a good job. We say it so often here, but man, it just needs to be said because so many people forget it. Like yeah. they're they're good people doing a tough job, man.
And I'm, when they step up and do things like this, they deserve some love. Absolutely, man. That's why we do these stories. Have to. If it's law enforcement doing something amazing and gets right to the front of the list for happy hour, and we love doing it. We love shining a light on it. All thanks to Audio Video Extreme. Kelly and Wood. It is now time for Minute to Win it, where we have a category. we got to come up with things in that category. The last one to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off after a minute wins Minute to Win It. Did that mm. make sense? Nailed it. All right. What are we doing today, Wood? All right, yesterday we did fruits. Yep. Today, we're going vegetables. Mm. Vegetables, okay. Come on, man. I know a few of those. I think everybody I, does. I got an ace in the hole already. Corn. Ace in the hole? No. Don't wait till I start the timer before you. Corn's know. a starch, but I'll accept it. Well, wouldn't that still be a Because <laughs> isn't a potato a starch, but it's still a vegetable? <laughs> you just categorize it in its own? Yeah, because I don't think it's like actually like a healthy vegetable, maybe. I, di- I beg to differ, sir. Okay. I think, I think potatoes have just gotten a bad rep. Okay. You show me what's unhealthy about a potato. I think it's the carbohydrates. Nah. They're natural carbohydrates. It's not like it's a piece of white bread. That's right. the nerdiest conversation I think we've had in the morning not show. Not to mention it's wrong, too, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, you, oh, okay. <laughs> we don't know which side's wrong. That's Mr. the worst Wizard. part. I put uh, my, my body as a temple. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. All right, here we go. <laughs> Are we ready? Minute to win it. Uh, it starts. No, vegetables. <laughs> Here we go. All right, uh, potato and corn. There we go. <laughs> no, those are starch. No, that's a, yeah, that's it's a starch. All right. Um, Carrots. All right. I also had uh, green pepper, bell peppers. Oh, green beans. Okay. Mm. Broccoli. Brussels sprouts. Cauliflower. Yes. Ooh, all right. Uh, garlic. Lettuce. Is gar- Rutabaga. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. How about kohlrabi? That's a that's oh, a Midwestern one. Right yeah. How about collard greens? I should have saved kohlrabi for my ace. Yeah, in the hole. I was going to do that. Thanks Onion. A lot. Onion. Oh, that was my ace in the hole. Yeah. Now, is water chestnut? Is that a nut or is that a vegetable? We'll allow. Well, it. I think it would be a legume. Counted. Did uh, anyone say cucumber yet? No, a cuke. Uh, celery. A pickle. Avocate. Oh wait, no, that's not sweet a... potato. Yeah, avocados. One is it? Yeah. What's the rule for a vegetable? Does it have to have a seed or no seed? Uh, I think it's going to be on the inside. Avocado got a big old seed. Scallions? <laughs> uh, Mushroom. Shallot. Cheese. Mm. Yes! My ass went over the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I just said leak, not leak. <laughs> Dang it. What did you say? Bok choy. That went over the buzzer. No No, way. I don't think it did. I think wood won. What is bok choy? It's a Asian vegetable. It's it's <sighs> it's like a it looks like a le- it looks like lettuce but less leaf. Lettuce? Yeah. I've never eaten it. Nor it's good. Have I ever used it. It's good. Oh man. Really? Oh, Dang yeah. it. It's easy. You just you just fry it up with some oil, some salt and pepper, some okay. S&P. It's is that like me. kimchi? No, kimchi is like fermented cabbage, isn't That's it? It's like a sauce too, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's fermented with like Chili paste. Yeah, but it's like red. Yeah. Yeah, because it's fermented. Chili yeah. paste. I think. All right. Well, gentlemen, Wood wins this one today. Hot day! We, we, hey, I got to give us credit. We had some deep cut vegetables in we there. Did, now, we haven't eaten any of them, but. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right. We are doing Wood's Big List today, and Wood wants to know what is the worst smell you've smelled? 320 656 9453. That's the phone number that'll work no matter where you're listening. And I already got some good texts rolling in. Rachel said a moldy dishwasher. Oh, oh yuck. I mean, like, your dishes, you just got to throw those out at that point in time, right? <laughs> right. One time we went on vacation, and we started the dishwasher before we left. And so when we had come back, there was, like, moisture sitting in it for a week. <laughs> we, had, we ended up throwing everything out that was in the dish. It was disgusting. Now, this one, I, I, I would never have thought of this, but Megan and Karina both texted it in. 
someone's breath after they get their tonsils out. Okay, I've never smelt that. Me either. But it stands to reason it would be pretty rancid. It sounds pretty funky. Deidre texted this one. This is an interesting story. I went on a vacation when we were little to Maine. One morning, we went out to go run on the beach, and a whale had washed up on shore. Oh, yikes. It was horrible. Easily the worst smell I've ever smelled. That's a lot of rotting meat. That's Yeah, that one's bad, bad. Uh, Other text messages rolling in here. How about this one? Rotten potatoes in the back of a pantry. Okay, I can co-sign on that. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I've ever smelled that. You're lucky. Okay, that stinks. Now, can I give you a story of one of the worst smells I ever smelled? Please. So I, I lived in a room, uh, an apartment with a couple roommates. Say no more. Lived with Black Rob. His name was okay. He was a white guy, but don't worry about that. All right. We tried to do these pranks on one another. One of my other roommates took like a, uh, you know, where you go to the store and you buy like chicken, and mm-hmm. it comes in that little plastic tray it's got the diaper in it yeah it's got that weird paper towel thing yeah he took one of those and put it under rob's just the diaper part? no the 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 boat and the, the napkin <laughs> thing his room smelled so bad he couldn't figure it out he made an appointment with a doctor <laughs> <laughs> Because that even stinks if you leave it in the trash for a few days. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That had to be horrendous. In the Georgia heat with, like, the window right there beat down <laughs> on the carpet. And it was just like, I mean, you smelled it when you walked by his room. Oh, that's disgusting. That. That one was brutal. I think the worst smell ever was when I, on New Year's Day, when my mother-in-law was making menudo, which is essentially intestine soup. Ugh. Stomach lining. It's cow stomach lining soup is what it is. And I that was one of the worst smells. I couldn't believe my wife ate it. I was like, ugh. ugh. Uh, other food ones rolling in here. This one from Erica said, I was once making myself breakfast. I cracked an egg into the pan. It was all black. Oh, my gosh. The entire kitchen stunk for an entire month. Holy cow. Could not get it cleaned. All right, well, let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming. 320-656-9453. We're building Woods Big List. What is the worst smell? Hello. So I was at work, and somebody, a practical joker, apparently there's a thing called fart spray that you can buy. I didn't know this was an actual thing. It is the most disgusting stench you will ever smell in your life. Like It's like open sewer, like... Way worse than an actual normal fart. And it took us forever to figure out what it was. And we were just like, is the sewage backing up? Like, what's going on? Come to find out, this joker was just going around, like, spraying everybody. Disgusting. Did you work with my dad? Because my dad (laughs) used to do that all the time. And it is brutal. So nasty. I swear I've never smelled anything as gross as that. That reminds me of the stuff my cousin used to have. It was like it was like uh, prank cologne or perfume or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was called Morning Breeze. And when you would put it on, it smelled like someone had passed gas. So it was super hard to get off of you, too. Oh, so, that's messed up. So you would open it up, put it on yourself, and then walk around all day smelling like you were passing gas. Oh, my God. I don't know why people ever created that stuff, because <laughs> it is horrible. All right, thanks for the call. 320-656-9453. I actually have one about those. Yes. Stink bombs. Yeah. I got a good story about that one. All right, awesome. Well, we'll get into that and we'll get into more of your calls and texts coming up next in Wood's Big List. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And we are doing Wood's Big List. Wood wants to know what is the worst smell? I'm not going to lie to you. 
I regret doing this already. It did turn a little... Well, it was impossible for it not to get a little gross, right? Fair enough. So 320-656-9453 is the number. What is the worst smell you have smelled? We got one. We got a guy sitting on hold here. What's up? Yeah, so uh, have you ever smelled uh, dead uh, dead mice? Oh, yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah, so we... Uh, an old co-worker of mine, uh, there was one that we wanted to kind of pick on. We took two dead mice. Threw him up in the uh, in the ductwork that supplied air into his office. Oh, good lord! And, <laughs> and that's, that was by far the worst smell. That's not a smell that goes yeah, away no. quick either. That's no. that's that's got a linger to it. The clang flesh. It definitely does. Yep, and I had to laugh. Everyone that walked by his office, they couldn't believe how bad it stunk, so they kept closing his door, <laughs> just sealing in the freshness. Just sealing it in. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, oh. that's cruel, man. That is cruel. Thank you for the call this morning. 320-656-9453. Now, going back, we had someone talk about the stink bomb, right? Yes. I have a story here. My dad, my brother, and I were going to a football game. It was a Falcons-Browns football game in Atlanta. My brother wanted to sneak a flask in. Usually not a big problem. Right. But when we were going up, there was a huge crowd of people, and they were patting every single person down. Okay. And my brother instantly gets super nervous. Oh, man, I'm going to get busted with this. My dad, don't worry, I got to figure it out. Step on that. And we look down, there's a little glass vial on the ground. My brother stomps on it. He just happened to have one on him? My dad would carry stink bombs with him at all times. Was he wearing a bat belt? How did he just happen to have one of those on him? (laughs) He was just, boom, he could pull it out of a pocket out of nowhere. And let me tell you, man, this thing stunk. (laughs) Instantly, like the entire group of people around us, everyone's like, oh, my brother gets right up to the guy who's patting people down. He looks my brother dead in the eye and goes, dude, you smell like <laughs> blank. Get out of here. Wouldn't even touch him. Hop diggity. There goes my brother walking in with his flask in his hand and smelling of poo. Living his best life. We used to do that when I was a nightclub DJ. It got pretty competitive in downtown Minneapolis. And so sometimes people will come in and drop a stink bomb in the club. Everybody would leave. Oh, yeah. Or you would go to another club and do it and everybody would leave. It was a competitive industry. Say, it looks like you got the eye. That makes me think you did it. Uh, other texts rolling in here. I, I would love to read some of these from nurses. I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea how y'all women and men, anyone in the medical field, deal with any yeah. of that stuff. It was hard enough for me to deal with it with my own kids. Uh, Michelle sending stuff in about like the air outside of a chicken processing plant. <laughs> Another text in said, I drove my motorcycle by a processing plant one time. I had to take my helmet off. It stunk so bad. <laughs> the air got trapped in there. Uh, first time texter says, fish from a cleaning house sitting in the sun at 90 degrees. Oh, yeah. I hate fish cleaning houses, man, because of that. Other hunters ones that are coming in. A gut shot deer apparently is really bad. Burnt deer antler is oh, really bad. I would imagine. Uh, just Heather, what's the matter with you? French onion soup. Disagree 100%. I love the smell of French onion That's soup. That's what I'm saying. The hell is wrong with you? Come on now. <laughs> Any other good ones you see rolling in? Uh, how about this one? Uh, this is up from not me, but it's someone I know. She had a rental property and evicted a tenant. Worst stench in her car. They broke into the car, put fish under her back bench seat inside her car. Sounds about right. He ended up getting caught. Had to go to jail, though. Good grief. So there's some good ones there. Yeah. Uh, this one, hey, I used to work in a jail. Enough said. I bet there's a plethora of terrible smells coming out of that place. And there's ones I don't want to know about on that one. And here, this will be the last text one I'll read. Because, yeah, because we've got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in. We're not this kind of show. 
but this is funny. Don't go dirty. Francine said, my uncle gave me a gas mask years ago, which is when he would fart into his hand and hold it over my mouth and nose as a little kid. <laughs> Still haunts me to this day. My brother used to do it. He would call it cup of fart, though. <laughs> <laughs> he would fart in his hand and just put it right on my mouth. <laughs> cup of fart. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, family. <laughs> All right, let's see. What do you got? I was working as a barista at this uh, coffee shop place, and I started smelling this horrible smell, like, next to this one wall, and it was right where we were making the coffee, and I oh, didn't God. know what it was. So I asked the owner, and he said it was a dead rat that was in the wall, but we couldn't remove it. He tried to get it removed, I guess. He had somebody come, like, pest control, and they said that it couldn't be removed. So for the next, like, three months, we just oh. smelled it as it decomposed in the wall. Oh, my God. Gross. I'm surprised they didn't cut into the wall or something. I mean, I would think it would be worth it, but I wasn't the owner, so. <laughs> did, did, like, did people, like, guests, could they smell it? No, the seats were so far away from where we were making coffee okay. that luckily they didn't smell it. But we smelled it every day. Ugh. This and just, it faded over time. This just reminds me, when I worked in a restaurant one time, they didn't have the uh, proper... You know, in, in a restaurant, they have the huge vent hoods that suck air out of the restaurant? Yeah. Well, they, there's supposed mm-hmm. to be a fan that puts air back in the restaurant, and you create a vacuum inside the restaurant. So you end up getting a lot of flies and stuff like that in there. Well, this one, the fan wasn't working to put air back in the restaurant, so it was sucking air, because it'll take air wherever it can get it. So when you would flush the toilets, it would suck gas, sewer gas, up out of the toilets. And the bathrooms reeked of sewer gas. Oh, no. Y'all just convinced me to stay in and make dinner tonight. (laughs) Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, as we're trying to find new and innovative ways to leave this planet behind and find new worlds out there... Mars would be our first destination, probably, right? Well, it's the closest one, and it's like the most Earth-like, right? Right. Well, why may all the first astronauts to Mars be women? They got tired of us? No, there's science behind this. On average, a female astronaut would require 29% less oxygen, because women require less oxygen than men. Mm -hmm. And because it's all about saving on weight and supplies and everything else. Women consume about 26 fewer calories than men do, or need 26% fewer calories. Oh, I was about to say, just 26 did calories? I, did I say 26? Tech. My bad. My <laughs> bad. And then women also require 18% less water than the average male astronaut would require. So when you add all of that up, that's quite a savings if you're talking about blasting off from here to Mars. All right. I, like, I get that, but when you get there, how are you going to kickstart off civilization? Well, they're going to go there. They'll get it all nice and tidy and ready for us. And that sounds super sexist. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and then they'll send the men up, no. men up, and we can start building homes and such. Starting wars and all that. That's right. Yeah. No. I, let's, make it e- let's make it equally sexist on both sides. Right. Uh, but either way, so yeah, they're saying that as they're trying to figure out how to get us to Mars, what would make sense is that the first ship that goes there is just all women. Hmm. Makes sense, right? Think of all, I mean, what would it take us, six months to get to Mars? We've done this math before, and it always falls apart super quick. Right. But I think they said it would take us about six months to get to Mars. you got to think about that. 29% less oxygen over six months. 
I'm telling you, I have zero interest in going to Mars. Yeah, what, none. Weren't they doing that before? None. Like you could, like the first woman to go to Mars was like a mom with kids or something like that, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to Mars. I'll probably never come home." Yeah, and then she wouldn't thanks, see mom. her kids or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Are we actually gonna go there on like the moon landing? What do you mean? Like fake it like we did yeah. the moon landing? Watch yourselves. I'll come across this table here. Those are two great Americans. There's a lot, of, trash there's a lot of evidence. A lot of evidence. But my point is, I, I, I don't... Like everything you, up there, you would have to make. Right. Like you, everything. There's no crops. There's no animals. There's nothing to eat. Beds. Right. Shelter. Yeah. Every single thing is Tra- like, What about transportation? Right. Although, right. where would you go? Why you go... Find that <laughs> rover we lost up there. You go 30 minutes, 30 miles, and you're you know probably going to die. I, Matt, no, I, I no thank you. Matt Damon struggled when he was on Mars in yep. that one movie. Right. So I don't know. What was that I, called? Interstellar? Martian, wasn't oh. it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, they say that in our lifetimes, yes. that we will be, if we will have, it's something like, what if you're born today in your lifetime, chances are that we will have colonized Earth by the time you're done. Which you is mean Mars. creepy to me. Yeah, whatever. Kimberly texted it. Now, this is this is Kimberly being sexist, not mm-hmm. me. Okay. She said, who's going to open the pickle jars? Stop. Sit, Kimberly, that's not that's not cool. Come on now. There's tricks. There's YouTube tricks. Do they have YouTube on Mars? No. no. You, again, you, gotta you gotta have build to build it. it. You got to build a whole... You got to build gotta, YouTube? No, you got to build the internet first. Right. Yeah, I'm out. No, yeah. you wouldn't have cell signal. None of that stuff. Nothing. Oh, when everything's already thanks. built and you need me to just kind of like shovel the driveway or just something. slide on in. Call me up. I'll take the six-month trek. Yeah, when you slap your like first Disney World up there. Then you're ready. Then, uh, then I know you got enough stuff up there that the big boy can actually go up there and relax. Well, yeah. plus, if they're sending a bunch of women up there first. <laughs> you're only going to Mars if there's Disney World. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like my that's like my barrier of like, all right. Like when they threw Disney World in Europe, it was like, all right, they're gonna, they finally stopped blowing each other <laughs> up enough. I can go over there and hang out. Wood didn't want to see any of the crazy, cool things from history. He just want oh, a roller World. coaster out in Europe? I'm in. Like, tell me when they get a McDonald's. <laughs> that is like my canary in the coal mine. Once you have that set up, everything else is working well enough that I can make it happen. It's unbelievable. All right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did. I was like, oh, that makes total sense that they would do this. And we'll see. Maybe within our lifetime, maybe not. Maybe they'll get a McDonald's on Mars. Maybe they won't. But either way, I found this one interesting today. And if you didn't like it, there'll be another one tomorrow. And sometimes, ha, 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 baby, just me. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. Put up on the trashy scale on the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. Well, that's where we have 26-year-old Luis Fernando Hernandez Laraga. Aye. Nailed that name, by the way. Well, he walked into a McDonald's because he wanted some lunch, apparently. Now, the problem is he violated one of the great rules of going in and getting food. It was still breakfast time. No. Oh. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Oh, yikes. That's because he was wearing no shirts. No, he still had on bottoms. Oh, okay. All right. So he went up to the counter, placed his order. Boy's like, dude, I'm not supposed to serve if you don't have a shirt, you know. Do us all a favor. Give me my food. Cover them nips. Fine. So they went ahead and processed his order, right? Go ahead and ring it up. Gave him his food, but Laraga wasn't pleased. He began arguing with employees, said his food wasn't made right, and threw his food back behind the counter. Now, I don't know about you, but you throw food at me, it's go time. Yeah. 
There's no there's no ratcheting up slowly after that. Not these employees. They said, you know what, sir, why don't you just go ahead and leave? That's because, oh, I didn't mention, LaRaga was pretty drunk, too. One of the employees said, hey, man, you need to go ahead and leave the store. And he says, or what? Oh, make me. That's when LaRaga came behind the counter and continued to argue. The employees continued to say, please leave. LaRaga then said, I'll leave. Turned around, punched the cash register on his way out. Now, that could in itself be a trashy story. Yeah. But LaRaga wasn't done. He went outside and picked up a handful of rocks came back inside the McDonald's and started throwing the rocks at the counter. He ran out of rocks, went back outside a second time and came back in and continued the barrage. You would think during all this time he'd maybe cool down just a smidge. Not our fella. Well, guess what? His second round of ammo ran out as well and he went out a third time. But this time, when he came back inside, an employee said, hey, you leave now or you're going to get it. LaRaga said, I'd like to see that happen, threw the rocks, and then took a swing at the employee, who then dropped LaRaga like a sack of potatoes. When authorities arrived, LaRaga was still on the ground complaining about being punched in the face. (laughs) Well, he had been arrested numerous times in other states. His story obviously didn't check out. He was arrested for disorderly intoxication, criminal mischief. And other charges taken to jail. Now, if you're the manager or if you're the owner of that McDonald's, you find that employee and you give him a raise immediately. Heck yeah. In today's world, he probably got sued. Right. That's the kind of guy you want our our girl. I don't know if it was a man or a woman. Um, Yeah. That's the type of person you want to keep around. Heck yeah. What, am I just supposed to stand here and get rocks thrown at me? No, you drop them like a bad habit. Boom. Well, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. I'm going to say walking into a McDonald's with your shirt off is trashy. That's Florida, though. It's hot. Uh, so? Okay. You can, put a, you can put a muscle shirt on. Point to the point. You can cut your sleeves off. True. There's other options. That's trashy. That's 175 points. Getting mad at McDonald's because they didn't make your food right? What's the matter with you? It's trashy. Mm-hmm. Just t- keep your calm. They'll get it right. 150 points on that right there. Throwing the food at somebody. Real trash. That's trashy, man. That's 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, going outside, grabbing rocks, throwing them at people. That's going to get you 150. Throwing them another round of people. Mm-hmm. I'll just tack on another 100 for that because we can't score it that high. He also punched a cash register. Punch a cash register. That's going to get you 150 points. He was arrested, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about if you ever find yourself in a position where you're getting punched by a McDonald's employee? You probably got it coming. And you're doing trashy stuff. Seems trashy. Just trashy. So we'll give that another 100 points. He also was intoxicated. Uh, that's drunk. That's 75. I can't do that. That's 75. Dang, we almost did it for a third day oh. in a row. We almost had what they call in the sports world a three-peat, I, I believe. Was, uh, a trifecta. We did it, though, Wood. We gave this guy a score. I thought we were going to crack 1,000, but our shirtless gentleman in the McDonald's earns himself a whopping 975 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. Uh, we talked about how, how we don't understand how dry shampoo works for females. Yeah, and then uh, just honestly, I still don't know if we don't know. We, we don't. We didn't figure it out. I forgot what else we talked about, to be 100% honest with you. I've had a lot out of camp- about on the town. Kelly Jordan needs a new look. Oh, yeah. No, I don't I don't need a new look. I just, my look is, is generic, universal. Yeah, you need a new look. All right. 
It's all coming up right now, our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Ready to do it this morning, man. Oh, no. It is ice cold in here this morning. and I, I, I don't think it's bad, actually. I'm almost excited for winter when it will warm up in this room a little bit. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Watch your mouth. If I, if, I have st- if I have something I need to look forward to for winter, I'm excited for it to, cool, to warm up in this room a little bit. This studio is the exact opposite of how it feels outside. So if it's hot outside, it's bone-chilling cold in yes. here. And if it's bone chilling cold outside, it is scorching hot in here. So, like something, I mean, you want that? Well, no. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I don't want to be this cold ever. Do you want to be hot? No, but in the winter time, we're in here roasting half to death. That you, the first world problems, would absolutely. Oh, we're too comfortable. Oh no. Uh, what are we gonna do? Oh, I'm not in here sweating, digging a ditch outside. Sorry, your climate controlled <laughs> world is coming off its. Oh, man. Are you ready, Wood, to do this thing here today? Or do I you- am, dude. Today is a big day for the Wood. Why is that? Football, baby. Well, I thought football was already back. Well, I mean, the, well, the Cleveland Browns play tonight. What is that jersey you're wearing? Just this, a generic this is black my, jersey? Oh, watch yourself. This is my Bo Jackson throwback. Okay, I didn't know. I, I only break this out a few times a year. I didn't know. Does it say Jackson on the back? <laughs> Come on. Okay, Come maybe on, I would have known then. I'd have been, what is that? Michael Jackson? Janet yes. Jackson? Yes. The Michael Jackson limited edition. Tito? Who is that? <laughs> no, come on, man. Uh, no, I'm happy for it. I know how much you love football, and I've always said I admire your love of football. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's preseason, so like half the guys playing in the game tonight won't have a job in two weeks. Hey, they got their shot, though. But they work, that, work harder. That desperation, and I just, I love football. It is so close to being back. We have a crazy busy next couple of days. Yes, we do. We're going to be out in Fergus Falls tomorrow. Yep, for a golf tournament or something. Yes, then we're out at the Cozy Corners Campground, which, honest to God, is one of my favorite events of the year. Now, how come I've never done this before, but this year I am? Last year, I think you had a wedding. Oh, man. And I emceed the beanbag tournament. My bad, dude. And, no, it's such a cool little area. It's almost like this, this, this word has a negative connotation. Yes. Compound. Right. That does, I think of David Koresh in the Waco compound right. instantly when you say that. There is no militia walking around talking about throwing over the new world government. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's anyone claiming to be Jesus. It's awesome because there's beanbag tournaments going on. There's live music. There's food. My kids absolutely loved it last year. Are you bringing the little ones? Oh, yeah. The whole crew is going to come out again. The so, whole posse? Oh, because they got beers as well. So, okay. you know, mom's over there drinking beers. Right. And then all of a sudden you start to see the music catcher. Maybe she can grab me one or two. And I'm just looking out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, Lord, she's doing the swag. <laughs> she's got the Holy Ghost. She's about a beer and a half away from full-on body thrusting. <laughs> I'll make a fun night for you, though. Hey. No, she passes out on the ride home. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know what? So I'm looking forward to all that. Got football. Yeah. We might as well kick it off. Okay. Well, whenever you're ready, dude, I'll hit this button and we can just go ahead and rock and roll. I'm not Meek. How dare you, sir? I thought Meek was a good thing. No, Meek is like scared. Like like a mouse. Oh, okay. I was thinking like humble and Meek like, you know. No. And I'm not humble either. No, you're not. I'm awesome. Oh, yes. Well, I had to say something with Kelly and Wood in it. There you go. So maybe you are the meek and I am the strong. Fine. The yin and the yang. Whatever you, whatever you say, brother. Uh, by the way, I guarantee you this text from Mary is not aimed at me. It is aimed at one Kelly Jordan. What it it says, say? It's a little picture. It says, summer's not over until September 22nd, so sit your pumpkin-spiced blank down while I finish my margarita. Hey, 
To me, summer's over when I first start seeing the leaves change. And when I was out on the river the other day, leaves, they are a change. It doesn't matter. They're turning yellow. And I can see it. They're losing their photosynthesis or whatever happens. Mm. And it is, uh, it's in, fall is here. I think you have the right word. I don't think you used it right. Probably not. But it doesn't matter. That's fine. It's okay. And off we go. Uh, not sure if you guys had the storm that moved the tower, receiving nothing but static. Just thought we'd let you know from Pam. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Well, this time of year that happens with the with the dramatic temperature swings. Like they, a lot of times, the radio signal just doesn't. It can't penetrate through the dramatic temperature swings. Oh, federal synthesis again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, just a great reminder. If you want to, you can always download the Wild Country ninety nine app. Uh, like we've had a couple people are like, well, once I get to like a certain area, the signal starts to fade out. Yeah. You can get the Wild Country 99 app. You can listen live right then and there. It doesn't matter if you are in Minneapolis, Grand Forks. What if I'm in Des Moines? Des Moines, it works. I, the only place I don't know if it works is China. I've been pretty outspoken against China. China. No, we've had down- list. Oh, we, you're right. Mm. We've had podcast downloads in China, though. Probably from the government. I'm like, check right. this out. Yeah. Add them to the list. <laughs> We're just fine, guys. We're just fine. What's going straight to the gulags? We are still superior. But, hey, you know what? That's fine. So, yeah. If, if And, again, so thank you for the heads up there, Pam. Make sure you check it out if you want to. That's that Wild Country 99 app. You get it on the, any sort of Apple, Android, whatever, and it... Boom. Listen as easy as possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel texted in, Kelly, my husband is the same as you, wanting pumpkin pie, flannels, and football. You're not alone. No, I don't want any of this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want any of it. I, I just, I know it's coming. So I'm trying to brace myself for the onslaught of fall. It was weird. I was having a nice little conversation with the kids last night. Andrea had to work single dad in it life. Good for you, brother. We're sitting there. We're eating dinner, which, by the way, was nothing but chicken nuggets and uh, the honeymoon salad. All right. I don't know what honeymoon salad is. Lettuce alone. Oh, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So we had lettuce. I'm and, poor, but even that sounds terrible to me. I, I was, I, I didn't want to work last night. All right. Okay. And my mom, my, my my little baby girl says, "What would be your favorite season?" And we had a nice little conversation because I told him there's things to like about every single season. Yep. There is no better feeling than with everyone inside your house. And there's a little bit of a snowfall going on. Oh, just a nice, cozy winter. When I lived in Texas, I really did miss that a lot. That is choice. But also, for spring, that first day that's nice, when it's like maybe sunny and like 62. Oh, man, I'm telling you. That's a freedom. And there's like maybe still a little snow on the ground. Maybe even just melting, that yeah. last melt. That's, that's phenomenal. That smell is mm-hmm. uncomparable. If they could bottle that. But you want to talk about smells? How about that first crack of cold in fall yeah and maybe a neighbor's burning something you're kind of running around you got the sweatshirt on you don't really need it maybe you got shorts and a sweatshirt exactly that is choice and then summer like come on man getting out yeah. on the water or fourth of july everyone has their ebbs and flows my wife born and raised in texas mm-hmm. right mr kid si, si, mm-hmm. is bueno but uh when we moved here she was like i love fall because of how minnesotans embrace it so much oh, yeah. like the the fire she was like it smells like campfire all the time mm-hmm. i'm like hell yeah it does yeah and you get that and then of course you know for me football coming around right? is just so fun so big so yeah man they, they, they all have their you know little bits and by the way people are still coming at you kelly it's not fall yet but all the right. leaves are changing because we've had such a dry summer now i know this i i look i i am so in tune to the leaves i understand that but i'm just saying like it's 
I, I remember last year I had my boat out for the last time on like September 15th or something, and that's pushing it because mm-hmm. I have to get in the water to get my boat off the trailer. I... <laughs> so it was getting a little cold. And I just remember like I got so sad riding around the lake and all the leaves are changing and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, why is that guy sobbing in the boat? <laughs> I, I had to bail out the boat from all my tears. Yeah, that... That actually sounds 100% true. How about this text message? Very cool. Uh, From Justin, you're correct, Kelly. The temperature swings affect the drums on the radio towers. I used to climb towers in cell phone towers. Climb radio and cell phone? Wow, Justin, that's cool. That is... I'm not one of these people who are scared of heights, but you see some of those pictures. Oh, man. And I'm just new. No, thank you. Those no. guys. Justin can maybe tell us a little more about this, but don't those guys who change the light bulbs on radio towers, like there's like five of them in the whole country right. or something like that, and they just go from city to city, and you got to pay them like 10 grand to go up there and change a light bulb or something like I've that. I've heard that's a myth, though. I mean, it could be. I don't even. I'm making this up as I go. In today's day and age, don't we have a better light bulb now? Yeah, but I mean, they still like, you know, th- those light bulbs are going nonstop 24-7. Okay. They I'm, still burn out. Even the LED. Do they? I had a light. You know what? It's funny you bring that up. This is the lame. I'm so, this is going to be so boring. Let me just preface this story by saying it's Welcome super boring. Welcome to our show. When I moved into my house, coming up on six years ago now, mm-hmm. I, t- I put a light bulb up in the garage over in the corner. The sw- light switch for that light is hard to get to. For six years, that light was on, 24-7, all the time. It finally burnt out, and it made me sad. Yeah, story sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and only you would get sad about a light. Because it, it represented like moving into this new house and starting a new life, leaving Texas behind, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, I need a light over here. And then because the switch was so hard to get to, I just never shut it off. Mm-hmm. I told you all this already. I don't know why I thought telling you a second time would make it more interesting. Wait a second. Wait a second. The switch was hard to get to. Yeah, you see. And so the light stayed on for six years, you see, Wood. Oh, my. Inside your garage. Inside. Yep. Yep. Inside. Jeez. And it finally burnt out the other day. Well, I just remember that next time Kelly complains about his bills being so expensive. Oh, yeah, one light bulb. Hey, I'm sure that was. I'm sure that put my family in the poorhouse. But I, honestly, I don't remember the last time I've really had to go around and change a light bulb in my house. That's what I'm saying. So if we're getting these great light bulbs now, put one of those up the top of that thing. Don't yeah. have to worry about it again. Man, I really bored the hell out of everyone, didn't I? Mm-hmm. We are Kelly and Wood, and man. We are happy that you're here with us this morning. Of course, man. Best place to be. Otherwise, we'd be talking to an empty chasm out there. And never take it for granted, man. This is, honestly, no. God, such a fun way to make a living. Not only that, but to be able to meet awesome people all the time. Right. Which we'll be doing so this cool. weekend. Yeah. And you know, like with all, so many people we met at WeFest. Just, it's really cool. And honest to God, if you ever see us out... Come up and say hey. On the streets? Yeah. like If, if we're hitting the streets? I, 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 I can't tell you how many times like I'll get a message on Facebook. It's like, hey, were you at such and such place? Yeah. Oh, I saw you. I didn't want to come bug you. I didn't want to come say, come say hey. I never get those. you Because you have a look that is very distinct. I think. I look like generic white guy. Dad. I actually, so this past weekend I was at an event. Yeah. At a hiring event. And I had a fantastic listener. Her name was Nikki. She came up super nice. Right. And she even said to me, what's Kelly look like in real life? Think of the most generic white person you've ever seen in your life and make it more generic. And that's Kelly. And like I had little Elena with me, our promo staff. Yeah. Who's a phenomenal kid. 
And she tried to describe it. She's like, think of a dad. And yeah, there you go. And honestly, that's I, could, what I, that's, I couldn't argue it. That's what I look like. I couldn't I am, argue it. I'm generic dad. And, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that look. I, I, like, I could do a look. I, you know, I could maybe give myself a mohawk or something like that. Oh, you know? I, but right. Yeah. That, that wouldn't fit my personality in any way, shape, or form. I can't grow a beard. You you got the beard on lock anyway. If I do that now, people are going to think I'm trying to bite your style. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. The bald head, I ain't doing until it's absolutely necessary. Mm, that which is rapidly approaching. <laughs> yeah. Bald since 13. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't mind being bald. I actually, to be honest with you, I like being bald. That's fine. And uh, and this actually brings up something. Some uh, something went down in my house yesterday. Obviously, I'm not up to date on hair care products. Right. To be quite honest with you, I know there's shampoo. Yeah. And there's conditioner. If it came out after the 90s, you don't know anything about it. And Dip- if you're really getting funky, you get the shampoo and conditioner all in one. Dippity Doo was probably the last hair product you ever bought. Now, I say this because yesterday, my wife and I, again, ships passing in the night. Mm-hmm. I come home. She's getting ready for work. Right. And she sprays something in her hair. And I say, hey, ooh, hey what, what's up with all the hairspray? Yeah. It's not hairspray. What is this, the 80s? It's not hairspray, Matt. Okay. What, you sprayed it in your hair. Like I, It's literally hair and spray. And apparently, have you, do you know that there's a product out there called dry shampoo? Yes, I have heard of dry shampoo before. Shut up. I don't get how it works. My wife has used I I don't understand how that even works. I don't know how something dry can clean your hair. I, I don't Thank get you. it. And it and they don't you don't rinse it out. You don't you just put it I it's I don't get it. It's I, I sat there as if my wife was a carnival attraction. Yeah. And said, explain this to me. And yeah, you sprayed in your hair and then it apparently like cleans your hair. I, which I have to disagree with. Because, and again, something I didn't really know until my wife and I really moved in together and everything like that. Women don't wash their hair like every day. Like every time they take a shower, women aren't washing their hair. Right, because it's a lot of work. And apparently like it's a lot of, it, it damages your hair or whatever and all this. Ah, thank God I'm bald. Yeah. Honestly, I have never felt more comfortable than I was yesterday walking out of my bedroom and going, whoa, appreciate it, big fella. You knew what you were doing because boom, I shave my head a couple times a week and that's it. I'm done. It's in, out. Yeah. The price of razor sucks, but I haven't paid for a haircut outside of a beard trim yeah. in 25 years. I'm at every three weeker on the haircuts. Yeah, a lot. And that's a lot. And I, I spend $30 a haircut. Uh, Chrissy says dry shampoo is a powder that absorbs grease and gives volume between washes. So then where does the powder go? Right. And then I, I think if you're absorbing the grease, now you have like a sludge in your hair. That's you, what I would think. You got to like, because the powder absorbs the grease. Now you got that problem to deal with. Do you comb it out then? Do you wiggle it out? Does it just fall onto the ground around you? Do you reabsorb said oil? I These are the questions I have. Or is it like when you spill oil in the garage? Throw some sawdust on it. Yeah, or kitty litter, right? Yeah. Boom. But you still got to sweep that up. Right. It has to go somewhere. And maybe that's what happens then when you wash your hair? Is it? Just, is there just clumps of grease falling out of your hair then for the next 20 minutes? And how greasy are y'all's heads? <laughs> and where's my grease go? You know? Well, I guess there's that in the hair then. I remember when my wife first moved. I didn't know about exfoliating uh, soaps before before my wife and I moved in together. What's that? 
It's well, it's like got sand in it or something. Oh, I've used that stuff when I worked in the garage. That's like Gojo. Yeah, like you, but this is like facial scrub that has like bead, bead power beads in it or something oh, like that. That's, that's made up, and it you know exfoliates. And I I love giving my face with a good exfoliant. It feels so good. There's another thing that my wife has next to our sink. It looks like a little paintbrush. And it's got like a little roller on it, and she uses it on her eyes. Oh, but it's like a rock? Yeah. I, I do those It's work? cold all the time. Do those work? I, hell if I know. My wife doesn't have one of those, but I've seen them, and I'm like, does that thing even do anything? Like, I feel like if you just came out with the most ridiculous thing and told people like, oh, yeah, this will reduce wrinkles. Right. They'd be like, oh, it, like here. Sold. Yeah, put this piece of plastic on your eyes while you sleep, and it'll reduce wrinkles. I'm Sure, fine. The, the, show me the science. I want to trust the science. I've said it a hundred times on this show. The length that women go through for beauty is astonishing. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I'm not, I'm not criticizing. I mean, it in a real true fashion, I'm amazed by y'all. Right. I would roll out of bed to hell with it. Don't care about my hair. Boom. This, what you see is what you get. You'd be a ragamuffin for sure. Oh, I would definitely be one of those people you see on the news, you know, talking. Oh, you know, where they're like, yeah, yeah, the fire just started. (laughs) That lady is a rough stretch of highway, but that's okay. That's why God put me in this skin. Fantastic shell. This vessel. Ready to go as soon as I roll out of bed. That's right. The machine is already at high RPMs when you get up in the morning. Uh, Chrissy texts in, trust us. It's not your job to know. Just admire the beauty. I'm with you on that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully sign up on this. Jen says you do comb the powder out. Okay, gross. What that the means hell's it, going on that comb? That means there's just a sludge coming out of your... Ugh, that's disgusting. And how long do you keep combs? What do you mean, how long do you keep combs? As, it, you Until know, they break? No, but like, if you're... Well, if you're you know, ripping that gunk out, you'd have to get rid of that thing. Oh, because it would have a sludge in you it. You would think. I don't know, man. Mm. Uh, Mark, the donut guy, texts in and says, I think of Kelly as Kevin Bacon in Footloose. <laughs> All right. That's actually a pretty good impression. Hey, I'll take that. At least I'm not super generic dad then. No. All right. I, hey, Kevin Bacon, sign up for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, should we do some history, my Please. friend? Now that we've uncovered the secrets of womanhood. Still, no. I think we've added, added a layer of mystery. questions. That's fine. Let's do some history, something we know about. Vaguely. Mm. Woody was on this day all the way back in 1834. The wrench was patented. All right. Now, of course, this is a ratchet that we're hearing here. That right. wasn't patented until 1864. And but what a saver that is. I didn't. Is there any better feeling than when you're working on something, you get a good rhythm going with that? Mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter if it's the right way or not. Oh, doesn't just wrench it. And it sounds cool. It sounds like you're accomplishing something. Right. You know what you're doing if you got that thing going. Because not often in life will you do a task that has a sound that says, hey, that fella right there, he's on it. I got When you get this rhythm going, mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm my dad or something. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I could probably take this off by hand. You try it. Like, oh, nope, <laughs> keep, gotta keep going. Couple more, couple more. Uh, it was on this day, Wood, in 1991. Nirvana released the video for their song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, to which Vince Neil of Motley Crue said, the second I saw that video, I knew we were done. 
Well, it, that song changed music so much. Yeah. I mean, it just it was, really did. Would you say, and your knowledge of rock is better than mine, mm-hmm. would you say that was the first grunge song? Yeah, I mean, there were other grunge bands coming out at the time, but that's the one that went mainstream. Like, what, once I got like on MTV... Brought it to the masses. And, yeah, then all of a sudden it was... And yeah. everyone else kind of followed in that wake. And Nirvana's ascension was so fast. Yeah. I mean, they went from just like this grunge niche thing to becoming front page of the Rolling Stone so fast. And it really was that important. I mean, you're talking maybe one of the five most important rock songs of all time. I'll give you that. And my opinion, one of the most talented musicians of all time, Dave Grohl. Yeah. I mean, can you think about being... The drummer in Nirvana. Yeah. And of course, you know, what happens to Kurt Cobain, then Dave Grohl turning around and launching his own band of Foo Fighters to the point he sh- he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with multiple bands. Well, he said that when he was on Howard Stern, he was saying that when, when uh, uh, shoot, I can't think of his name. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain passed away. They said, well, why don't you take over as the front man of Nirvana? He was like, we just couldn't do it. He's like, no. we, we were all friends. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there was no way I could do that. But then enter in the Foo Fighters. And they have a string of massive hits. And he is just so talented. Like, that dude, like, if you watch that video, mm-hmm. the violence that guy plays the drums with yeah. is, like, second to none. And then he can be, like, this lead singer. He can't read sheet music. Well, he was saying that. I forgot what song he said he stole that drum line from for Smells Like. It's like a disco drum line, he said. He stole it from like Earth, Wind, and Fire or something like that. And there was a lot of people that accused them of stealing uh, like a 38, uh, 38 Specials song. Uh, uh, maybe Hold On Loosely, I think they combine. But either way, yeah. just Nirvana, their impact on music, tough to measure. Wood, it was on this day in 2008. Can the veteran chase him down and pull off a shocker here? That dude's losing his mind. Mm. Michael Phelps and his three teammates won their 400-meter medley relay for Phelps' record-breaking eighth gold medal at the Beijing Olympics. Well, and the reason that was such a big deal is the United States were a heavy underdog in that one. I believe it was the French team that had, like, the world record holder. Like, they were the team to beat. And, by the way, they were incredibly cocky about it. Like friend, bef- imagine that the French being cocky. Like they said before the race, hey, we came here to smash the Americans, and that's what we're going to do. And Lee Zach is the one who swam that final leg, yeah, the best time he ever swam, and he chased him down, chased down the world record holder at the very end. That's awesome. And then out touched him literally by like it was like zero point zero one. Oh man! And yeah, so and then that of course gave Michael Phelps the record. That was. That's a cool. Massive moment. I love that. And plus, anytime the United States gets to flex the muscles. Oh, don't forget who's number one here, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, celebrating some birthdays today, Wood. Well, uh, I, I, everything's happened to me so fast in the last year and a half till uh, I, I'm all mixed up. You know, I mean, I, I can't keep up with everything that's happening. Elvis star Austin Butler. It's his birthday today. How does he still sound like Elvis? Well, that was him imitating Elvis. Oh, okay. That was him purposefully doing an imitation of Elvis. Honestly, I feel bad for that dude. He was so good as Elvis, I will have a hard time seeing him as anything else. Yeah, that's true. Whenever you knock it out of the park like that. But I I think he's got to be on the younger side of things. I'm going to say he's 29. Ah, you're a little bit low on that. He's actually a little bit... He's older than that. He's 32. Really? Yeah. Okay. Was he in other things? I don't know. 
Okay. I have no idea. All right. Someone who's been in a million different things. I'm just curious. I saw you shuffling your checks with your right hand. Can you do that with both hands? Robert De Niro. Oh, little yeah. but, little but. In so many good movies. Yeah. Um, boy, he's. Goodfella, Goodfellas to me is the definitive gangster movie of all time. And honestly, I get so irritated with his character in Casino. Like, dude, how many times does this chick have to spit in your face? I know, man. Oh, and Sharon Stone did such a great job in oh, that movie. Yeah. I did, didn't. I think she won an award for that for role. just playing this psycho addict and just continuously heartbreaking. I just, ooh, what a great movie, man! I need to rewatch that one. Casino, I think for a while held the record for the most f bombs in a movie. De Niro, right. though, he's got to be seventy nine. Oh. You're close, my friend. Robert De Niro is the ripe old age of 80 today. Oh, all right. What a career, man. Good Lord. And still going, man. He's still making movies. Dude's been around forever. All right. Of course, if it's your birthday. You know what I didn't like, though? What was the one? Uh, the Irishman or whatever it was called? Yeah. I didn't like the CGI trying to make him look younger. It took me. It kept taking me out of the movie because it wasn't that good. It, but he did look younger. He looked younger, but you could tell like sometimes his mouth wasn't moving right with the word. It just mm. it didn't look right to me. Yeah, just own your age. And it was like three and a half hours too. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but mm. either way, uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 